Welcome to Pondering Passages. I'm Kurt Austin. My good friend David Mullins will be joining us shortly as we uh, gather together and talk about this beautiful psalm. And we are excited because today we're talking about Psalm 20. And Psalm 20 is a beautiful um, call to God's action in our lives and the opportunity for us to act in the lives of others. And so we will be back shortly and we'll talk about it. We'll see you then. Welcome back. We are uh, together pondering Psalm 20 today. Dave, this was a fun psalm. I liked it a lot. I felt like it was a, every every day I read it, I felt like it was a benediction. May yes. the Lord keep you I, and carry you through the threshold. I, I actually used it. Our small group got together on Tuesday. First time we've been together since before the pandemic. And uh, I, and so we were basically get you know, so touching base, you know, What's life been like for the past two, two and a half, three years? And uh, I wanted to, to fold some scripture into it. So I said, hey, let's take a look at Psalm 20. And uh, after reading it, uh, one of the ladies said, I just feel so, so encouraged, you know, because it's, it's, it feels it's a blessing. Part of it, 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 it is a yeah. blessing. So, yeah. I used it this week. We, we had someone who let us know that they'd just come down with covid They've been struggling, struggling with life in general. And then they, this gets tossed on top of them. And I, and I sent, I sent that verse, you know, the first couple of verses to, okay. to her to say, you know, may God protect you from all harm or whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. cause I thought that's just, that's just a great little blessing. It is. So one, one really dive is. into it. Yeah. Want to actually talk about it? I, I think that's why we're here. <laughs> let's, let's do it. All right. So. Uh, Psalm uh, 20 for the choir director, a psalm of David. Uh, verses one through five, kind of this little this little package, this beautiful package. Yeah. Yeah. In, in times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May he send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you from Jerusalem. May he remember all your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings. Interlude. May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear your victory, of your victory, and praise a and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Yeah, yeah, and and you know I was thinking about when, you know what we were going or what I was going to say when we went through this and. It just seems pretty straightforward to me. All of this. Uh, I guess the question I had is, I was, and I, I knew you would know the answer to this. There isn't another psalm written like this, is there? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, from from what I read, it, it no, not you know. It, it starts out with a blessing that turns to a prayer. Uh, no, turns into confidence and turns into mm -hmm. a prayer. So it it is an interesting. Uh, you know, looking at the whole thing, it is interesting how this psalmist or this poet, as some say, uh, put it all together. But this is this is, I mean, what what better words, what better words can you offer to someone than what this psalm offers? So, what is what? 
you know, the, the use of the word may uh, seven times in these five verses, uh, what does that do? Uh, I mean, how, what kind of speech pattern is that where you say, may this happen? May you, may you experience it? I mean, it's very familiar um, to us in the church at least. And I suppose in Hallmark greeting cards, but um, what is it? Is that a, um, is it wishful thinking? Is it a, a speaking your desire for other people or for yourself? It's really an unusual thing. My my first take is it's a uh, it's it's a, a sig- signal of hope, hopefulness. Mm. You know, this is my hope for you that the name of the Lord, mm. name of the God of Jacob, keep you safe from all harms. That that's and I th- I like the you know you said desire. That's my desire. Yeah, that that this would happen. Uh, that he would send you help, that he would strengthen you, that he would remember, that he would look favorably, that he would grant, uh, make all your plans succeed. And then uh, may we shout for joy when we hear of your victory. I love that. Yeah. So our, so my, my desire is that then we would respond in kind, you know, we would respond with enthusiasm and with, with uh, celebration. Um, you know, and, and maybe this is just an issue for me, but the ability to truly celebrate uh, for good things happening to others, uh, I, I see that here. You know, may we shout for joy, you know, as, as if it's happening to us. And, and mm. there are times when I think we get there. Uh, and maybe it's, you know, when a child does something, we're, we're just as excited right, as our right, child is. Right. But how can we extend that to other folks? You know, that when something good happens to them, that, yeah, we celebrate with them, but but how does your heart enter so much into their celebration that you're, you're getting goosebumps? Oh my goodness. And shouting mm-hmm. for joy and raising a victory banner in the name of our God, because what God has done for you, not for me, but for you. Yeah. We had we had that experience Wednesday night. Uh, we've been praying for a, a woman in our group for uh, two years that she would get a job. Mm. Um, highly capable woman. Just you know, COVID really put a kink in that ability. Um, she works. You know, she's remote. She's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And so really finding a job that would align. And she was able to announce last Wednesday night that she got a job. And we all cheered because we've been praying for this for her. You know, she actually like two weeks before she had been offered a job and she realized, and she was going to accept it. And God told her at the last minute, don't do this. This is not for you. And so she started to kind of pull back and say, well, I'm not sure I'm going to accept. And they got really snotty and really nasty. And she realized, oh my gosh, God just protected me from a really toxic location. And so we were all a little, you know, it's like, oh shoot, she was so close. But she said this last week, that was the, it's perfect for her. Which I've been, I've worked at a place I thought was perfect. It turned out not to be the case, but right now (laughs) she's celebrating. And and we were celebrating with her. So I, I love that. in in real life context, how that can play out.
know, you just you just had a, a pretty incredible vacation uh, a week or two ago. And I remember, I, I forget, you had sent me a message or, or something. And I, I genuinely felt so glad. Jealous. Jealous. And, no. See, that's the thing. No, it wasn't. It wasn't jealousy. See, that's the thing. It was genuine. Oh, I am so glad. I am so glad. Yeah, uh, I really appreciated that message back because uh, I, yeah. I I received it in that exact tone. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, you can type something to say, "Oh, I'm so glad for you." I forgot that I actually sent that to you, but I it was like, "Oh, yeah, that is." Yeah. Because you know, bef- when you're planning it all out you have no idea how things are going to go. And, and when I heard that, it's like, oh, this is this is beyond what I am at. It's like, oh, man, I'm so glad. So excited. And, every, and I felt the same way every time you sent me pictures of fish and chips from Scotland. I was so, <laughs> so glad for you. I shouted and, for joy every time. And I, I did send a lot of fish and chips pictures because that was my that was my main thing. It was, it was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're... We're off the topic just a little bit, so let's go to verses. Well, no, uh, it's it's about it's about being glad for other people, shouting for joy, you know, when when God does something significant in their lives, and and then it shifts in verse six. Well, well, wait a minute. Let me. I'm sorry. You're right. Back on topic. We we also have to remember that we have to be looking for those opportunities to celebrate with others. Yeah. Right. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory. We have to be listening for that. That's true. In people's lives. We have to be connected to them in a way that we can, uh, even very, what we may think is a very small victory may be for someone else, giant. Yeah. Um, and, and we need to raise that banner whenever we can, because that's what, that's what the psalmist is challenging us to do. You know, look at all these things that God has done for us. We need to re- respond in kind. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things we're doing with this psalm is it, it, and it'll come clear in the next section, but this was probably someone maybe saying this to the king. That was my understanding as well. Yeah. Yeah. But that does not mean that we cannot take this and make it our own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway. So verses, verses six through nine, would you read those for us? Sure. Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king. He will answer him from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. Some nations boast of their chariots and horses, but we boast in the name of the Lord our God. Those nations will fall down and collapse, but we will rise up and stand firm. Give victory to our king, O Lord. Answer our cry for help. And that's it. That's that's the end of the psalm. So verse 6, I spent a lot of time thinking about verse 6 this week. Um, because I, I kept wanting to put a comma uh, after now. Now, I know that the Lord okay. rescues him. That was a Christopher Walken rendition of that. Now, now. I know um, that the Lord rescues his king, but that's not, that's not what it is. It's not like no. a, here's the revelation I have. It's now I know. Now yeah. I know that the Lord rescues his king. So there must have been some experience that that took him to that revelation or that, yeah. that knowledge. Yeah, I, I think definitely. You know, we, we don't know what it was, uh, 
you know, these were meant to be used in times of worship uh, and maybe in the, in the process of worshiping, or maybe as he wrote that last line, something just clicked within him. Uh, or, or maybe, he, yeah, yeah. And, okay. and maybe he got some news or something, or maybe something just came to mind and he's like, now I know. Uh, it's, it's not a wondering. Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king. Yeah. And God, God, the he then in verse six, God, he will answer the king from his holy heaven and will rescue the king by God's great power. Yeah. It's a a little tricky there. Uh, Some (laughs) nations boast of chariots and horses. I I keep thinking, and I, I think this is uh, for those who are watching this 15 years from now, we're, we're um, talking about this. Uh, there's still a escalation of um, Ukraine and Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia has just called up reserves. Uh, or, or I just read, Dave, that uh, anybody who's protesting automatically gets uh, drafted into the army. So, I'm sure they'll be wonderful soldiers. Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll be top of the, they'll be on the front lines. That's for sure. Um, well, they'll, they'll, they'll be, they'll be going over and helping Ukraine at some point. It, uh, what was King David's, uh, um, Bathsheba's husband's name, Uriah? Uriah. Yeah. yeah. That, that's where they're going to be is on the front line. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but thinking about this, some nations boast of their chariots and horses. Um, and, and there's also a lot of discussion in the news now about, Christian nationalism. Right. Um, and, you know, what are we boasting? And I would encourage, uh, this is, uh, I guess, I, again, I don't know that this is what the psalmist ever intended, but I would encourage anybody who's interested in reading a book called uh, Farewell to Mars, which is all about this, the military might, putting our trust in military might, mm. and uh, how we almost have come to worship that yeah. as as our God. Um, and the psalmist clearly is saying that is not where we need to be focusing our loyalties. And and that is one of the themes of, especially in the old Testament, you know, over and over and over, God is wanting folks to trust in him. And even, uh, with Gideon, you know, he has this huge army and God keeps cutting it down and basically says, because if there, if you have too many, you're going to think that you're the one doing it, not me. Uh, and so he cuts it down to such a, an incredibly small number that I'm sure they're thinking, oh my goodness, what are we get, you know, getting into? Yeah. But one of the things I read, not in context of this uh, psalm, but somewhere else, you know, it talked about how chariots and horses were both a symbol of pride for nations, but also a symbol of fear. So if you had them, you were prideful. If you didn't have them, you're fearful, feel fearful, and the Bible says no. Your 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 fear is to be of the Lord, and I guess your pride or your 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 focus uh, is to be of the Lord as well, not in in the stuff that you have or or the power that you have or any of that. This is reflective of kind of a uh, theocracy where well, yeah. this, this nation will depend on God. Um, 
so so my question is where's Assyria today as far as their national power where's Babylon as far as their national where's Persia as far as their national power yeah. or yeah. I, I should say global not national uh but Israel they've been through a lot and uh hmm. oh what's is there a song I'm still standing by Elton John <laughs> I'm still standing. Yeah, that sounds just like him. Wow, I know that was my. Well, I can't remember what Anita and I were sitting on the couch the other night, and we both started singing this song. She said the first two words, and we both started singing it. It was oh, oh, uh, Billy, don't be a hero. Do you remember that song? I do. I like, why do we I'm know the singing. words to that song? And why so. are you and your wife? at home by yourself <laughs> singing it to each other. But anyway, two words and we both just broke out into the song. So anyway, all right, give victory you, to our, you know, Lord. you know, your marriage and your life is kind of like uh, this, this musical, you know, you just every so often just burst out in the song. <laughs> we do beautiful thing. It's a beautiful often thing. The same, the same song. We cannot get it out of our heads over and yeah. over again. Yeah. So give victory to our King of the Lord. This is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, turns into a prayer. Clearly, yeah, uh, for the sake of the Lord. Yeah. But uh, also, if the if the king is victorious, the nation is at peace, right? The nation right. is yeah. going to, to celebrate, and so and yeah. that's why answer our cry for help. Yeah. Not it, it's not may the Lord give victory to our king. You know, may the Lord answer our cry for help here. It's it's actually actually that's a prayer. Point. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. It's more directive, and um, it's not my hope is that this will happen. It's God make prayer. this happen. Yeah. 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 That's so, great. So yeah. So there we go. All nine verses. Beautiful. Beautiful verses. Uh, you know, a lot of, I mean, you could think through a lot of formative questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, how how do I bless others? What is my hope for them? Mm-hmm. Instead of just looking to what's my hope for myself, what's my hope for them? What What's God's hope for them that I might connect with. And I like that. I really did like that about this Psalm is that it was not a, I'm suffering. This is hard. Life is difficult. Yeah. It was, this is, this is other directed. Yeah. And I really, really liked that um, yeah. about this Psalm. It was really taking the, it was, I guess, kind of relational, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, I, I hate that we're this far into this Psalms project, and I did not think about doing this. We need to have a little stamp that we can stamp on the screen that says, Kurt approved. <laughs> it's a Kurt approved Psalm. <laughs> well, you know, there there is time, and we, you know, you, I could read this Psalm again next year. Well, yeah. in our case, three years from now. And I could read it in three years, and it may not hit me at all like that. I, I, I may know, I read it. Will. I, I think it probably would. This is. Yeah, I, I think just the nature of this one. I think this is one that you know. Every time you read it, you kind of yeah. Because when you read it, may the Lord, you you kind of take that on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know that this is the psalmist prayer, in some ways, not just for the king, but but for me as well. I think it's God's prayer for me, or God's hope for me. Oh, so yeah. uh, you know, what does it look like to enter into that? I love it. I love it. Thanks so much, Dave. This has been Thank really you, fun. My friend. <laughs> Everyone knows I'm not on that side of you. <laughs> so, um, uh, so uh, for those of you who have joined us, thank you so much. Uh, and we want to encourage you to spread the word, let people know about 
what we're doing here, the, uh, you know, course, ponderingpassages.com is always available. And Spread it like a, manure on the garden of your life. That's right. On, on, uh, or something like that. Uh, you gotta be careful. In, in farm country, people don't think that's very funny, Dave. They well, take manure. They take manure very no, seriously. I, no, so am I, you know, we're like the manure that you spread on, you know, True. it might not seem good in most cases, but when you spread it, on the garden of your life, things start growing. That's true. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on YouTube, and we would love to uh, have you join us in that conversation and be a part of that. And uh, in the meantime, we will be back who knows when, and uh, we'll be doing Psalm 21. We're working our way through. We were, we were doing the math today, and I think if you're willing to stick with us, we've got about one more year of uh, pondering Psalms, and then we'll move on to something else. We, we're already yeah. thinking. But my wife, and I'll, I'll be honest, my wife keeps saying, what are you guys going to do with Psalm 19? 119. Or 119? And I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> I she, Yeah. She's got lots of ideas. Okay. Said, well, maybe then you can do it. We could do a, a guest <laughs> shot and you can just Here do it. Here we go. We're talking, I'd love feedback. Anybody put in the chat, we're talking about doing Psalm 19 as a four-hour live stream. 119. 119. 119 is a four-hour live stream where we just do it all at once, live stream it, slap it up on the on the website, and be done. Slap it up. All right, folks. Have a great weekend. Have a great... Wait, sorry. I gave it away. We're doing this on Friday. Have a great weekend. Have a great life. We'll see you in about a week. See you then. That is one of the saddest things I think I've ever heard. We should do a we should do a uh, casual Friday pajama Friday one day. <laughs> These are my pajamas. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I take off my shorts and I'm good to go. Take off my shorts.